guys, it's Christmas Eve and we wanted to get this podcast out to you for Christmas because it is the perfect Star Trek Christmas story. Perfect Star Trek Christmas story. That is our illustrious Dylan Alexander. And so this is illustrious. our So this is our second second place winner. And here we go. All right, our second second place story from National Geographic. It's the <laughs> our second second place story is our second second place story. Our second second place story is the Star Date Before Christmas by Trish Bennett. Aww. Okay, now we'll start. The stardate before Christmas aboard the great ship, the captain and Bones were enduring a nip. The Jeffreys tube served as the chimney this year, where the crew had hung stockings in drunken good cheer. The crewmen were nestled all snug in their beds, while visions of engine specs danced in Scott's head. Kirk in his room, with a blonde from deck four, had just settled down for, well, you know the score. When out on the hull there arose such a clatter, he sprang over the babe to see what was the matter. And there by the window, he stood like a rock. Get on the comm link, he said. Call Mr. Spock. The Vulcan responded without a delay. What was that? Kirk asked him. Find out right away. When what to his wondering eyes did appear? A sleigh, he said quickly. And what's that? Reindeer? Captain, Spock said. Are you sure you're all right? You drank quite a lot of that brandy tonight. More rapid than eagles, Kirk's temper did flare. I'm not drunk, Mr. Spock. I did see them out there. He thought for a moment, then said, Wake the crew. Have them meet me down here. And that goes for you, too. Call Chekhov and Sulu, Ahura and Scott. And get Dr. McCoy down here, like it or not. Yes, Captain, Spock said. His voice became curt. There's been a hull breach. Sound intruder alert. The sirens were wailing as soon as they all met. And Chekhov asked softly, Is Santa here yet? We'll see in a moment, came Spock's calm reaction. The Jeffreys tube seems at the heart of the action. As they ran for the tube, McCoy's voice could be heard. Abe Lincoln is one thing, but this is absurd! As they reached the hall corner and started around, down the Jeffreys tube Santa Claus came with a bound. His eyes how they twinkled, his dimples how merry. And Kirk turned to Spock, Man, I'd swear that was Harry. Illogical, Captain, Spog said with a sneer. We marooned Mr. Mud with those androids last year. Santa ignored them and reached for his sack, where a gift for each one of the crew did he pack. Uhura accepted the gift meant for her, and it turned out to be a handful of brown fur. Not a tribble, Kirk said. That's the last thing we need. Don't worry, said Santa. This tribble can't breed. He gave Chekhov a book which contained in its pages the history of Russia passed down through the ages. Then for Sulu, a plant, and a look of regard. A friend, Santa said, 
for your dear Beauregard. And for Scotty, said Santa, find scotch by the case for your next drinking bout with some alien race. Then he turned to McCoy with a smile, sweet and true, and presented him with a concoction of blue. And for you, my dear doctor, some Romulan ale. But take care, for possession could land you in jail. Santa said, Mr. Spock, as he moved past McCoy, What gift could I give you that you would enjoy? Fine chess set, some harp strings, a new robe of black? But Spock shook his head. There is nothing I lack. Is that up for debate? McCoy said with a sneer. Seems to me you could use a large dose of good cheer. That's it, Santa said. That is just what I'll do. The true Christmas spirit is my gift to you. When Spock shook his head, Santa said, It's okay. It's just for tomorrow, Spock. Just for one day. Then without one more word, he went straight to his work. He filled all the stockings, then turned back to Kirk. And for you, Santa said, That blonde girl in your quarters is one of my elves. She'll obey all your orders. Kirk stared at the fat man. His look most sublime. Then a grin lit his face. Gee, look at the time. It's been a great treat, but I really must go. A captain's work's never quite done, don't you know? As he scurried away, Santa signaled his deer. Make a note, Santa said. A brunette for next year. Then laying a finger aside of his nose and giving a nod up the Jeffreys, he rose. He sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew like a warp-powered missile. But they heard him exclaim as he drove through the skies, Merry Christmas to all on the old Enterprise! Christmas Radio. And that wraps up our second second place winner cast. Have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and we will see you in 2017. You're listening to The Pod, the Sci-Fi Bloggers Podcast, where we are sci-fi.